Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Rude. Well, I'll tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But, you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do, and that's get step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do. And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies, you have to vote. Go to... <laughs> to, go to, uh, go to uh, WWE, dial 86946, and vote for your favorite Diva Search contestant and text message your favorite Diva Search girl. And starting this moment, from now, from this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the genesis of McGillicuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time, Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow! Can't say that. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes, we'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. Until then. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook and Alex Mello. That got me a height. That just woke me up from that Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose uh, match. <laughs> that literally just ended. Just now. <laughs> awesome. That was great. Yeah, I did I didn't realize that uh, uh Walter has a more upbeat version of his theme for Defiant. I'm like, well, we're not going to have any commentary. We're just going to let the music play because I don't want to get my ass kicked <laughs> for playing and talking over his music. And uh, kudos wow. to, to Ole Anderson. Come on. Yes. Come and get it. Do you want to be on his ass? 
<laughs> you can still hear Flair in the background going, oh, God. <laughs> Just, and I didn't get it on there. But when, when Shockmaster's doing the arm gestures before he starts talking, or Ole starts talking, <laughs> he gets the mic too quick, and you can hear Ole Anderson laughing. He's like, <laughs> I am the shark chalk master. <laughs> Come on, Stid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why did they ever think that was a good idea? All they literally did was bedazzle a stormtrooper. Like, I'm surprised Lucas didn't copyright infringement if he didn't fall on his ass. He probably felt <laughs> I think if they would have... Had any sort of success, maybe, but I bet you if I was if I was Lucas and somebody showed me that, I'm probably laughing at him, feeling bad. Like <laughs> Uncle Fred. That's funny. That's Uncle Fred. <laughs> there was one thing that I was going to add to the opening that we always laugh about and joke about, and I don't know why it left my mind again. But it was one of the things that I always say to you. I forget that that actually was said or happened, and I. Oh, I was mad. I sat here for like a half an hour trying to figure it out. But, <laughs> well, you know, there'll be a new one at some point. <laughs> but we got some fun. I don't know. I can't that's, wait that's to talk about I love how they just keep, you know, I, I can't, you know, fathom how they can top each other each time. And, and you, you definitely do that. And, and that theme is just bonkers. Well, thank you, sir. That, uh, that McGill. When I run my 5K next year, uh... I'm going to pretend I'm getting stocked. <laughs> And then just run like Walter and lariat my way to the finish line. Oh man, you might you might get picked up for the Olympics if you do that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, man. Shout out also awesome. to uh, the moment of the era of the moment of the new era of McGillicuddy. Is that uh that's that was his exit after he got beat by Loki uh, in yeah. NXT season two. That's pathetic. Like that's your send off. Good lord, man. Um, speaking of send off, <laughs> ROH twenty eighteen final battle. Ooh. We saw, I don't know, potentially seven send offs, at least maybe six. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. We got to talk about the departures after we uh, break down final battle. I think one of them might be safe. Well, okay, okay. I, I, that's I, good. That's I good. think one of them might be safe. Uh, we got to talk TLC from Sunday. Uh, some some high points. I, I can't lie. I did there was a couple things I really liked, but boy, oh boy, I mean this had two of the worst matches I've watched all year. To even like I have, I have them ranked the same score, and then in parentheses I had to give one like a ranking of first place or second place just so I could tell which one I hated worse. Oh, so that way when I when I need to go back, but I mean I'm not gonna lie, it had some goods too. Um, and I do want to talk about if we do still have any time after breaking down those two shows and the the ROH situation. I want to get your take on the, you know, the fact that we're now the authority. Um, it's not <laughs> the McMahon's anymore. I mean we're in charge now, I guess. So we'll see. We're in charge. Sorry, Paige. Sorry. Paige. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how she tweeted. Oh, really? To the uh, to the McMahon thing. <laughs> So I want to I want to talk about that. I want to talk relegated the, the pre-show. That's Ooh. that's bonkers too. <laughs> um, the whole fact of this is a, yet another reboot for WWE, um, and they're becoming more frequently. And I want to I want to just chat that up if we 
we do get time. Shout out to David Otunga. He was on TLC. That's yeah, I, I, I <laughs> thank you. I'm I'm happy I was not the only one because I was just like, wait a second. I saw him on the pre-show, which I did watch uh, surprisingly, but um, I, I I kept ragging or like itching my head, thinking, huh? Okay, well this isn't lice. This is just me going crazy because David Otunga <laughs> is on commentary for some reason. But it took me like a while, I, and then I was like, wait. So what happened to Byron Saxton? But it was a nice refresh uh, take. I, I forgot how uh, how much David Atunga has. Uh, I I would say you know he's improved vastly. You know from from since he did started doing commentary many 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 years ago. And and I agree that was one thing too at first where I did not notice a difference in their voices, and then I started actually like listening, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like Saxton's mannerisms. It wasn't as chipper. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Who? and why is he making these snarky comments? Then I see them pan over, and I see you know Vic Joseph or whatever doing the mismatch challenge, and I'm like, oh, that's Otunga over there. <laughs> I didn't realize it <laughs> to like the fifth match. <laughs> if I went to see them, I would have just still thought it was Saxton. Because <laughs> it, it just it, shame it on you, WWE. Shame on you, Busters. I know. Geez. Well, let's let's go right to ROH Final Battle, the better of the two shows, I believe. Oh. Um, they Why couldn't they bring in Desmond Morris to do commentary for that? Let's be real. Bring him <laughs> on. Uh, nine matches, four hours extra hour this year on Final Ooh. Battle, which, like you had said in, the, in earlier when we were in the show prep, that it's one of those things where if you're not New Japan, don't be running a four hour show. Please stop it. Stop it. <laughs> And, and, you know, they could have they cut a couple matches out of this and made it a three-hour show because the business end of this card was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but that's the thing. Like, with me, it didn't seem like a chore. It was a smooth enough show. Yes, you could have trimmed it by two matches, but none of them, you know, seemed out of place. I honestly thought the opener was, was something different. And, hey, it is a way to kind of get someone new over out of that dojo if you will. And, you know, it wasn't a dark match. And, you know, I thought that was yeah. an interesting way to kick it off. Yeah, we, we saw, I can't remember who was in the dark match. I read it somewhere, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. But um, opening match was, was it Kenny King Young? Maybe, actually. <laughs> it might have actually been. It might have been like Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser and those guys. Oh, man. Getting hyped. I can't, Kenny King defeats Eli Isom. Uh, Kenny King didn't even know how to pronounce his name, so that initially kind of made me go, uh-oh. Uh, but he did recover by punching him with the microphone. Is always one of the greatest <laughs> things I, ever in wrestling to hear the <laughs> noise. But I don't know. Do you think ROH I thought that was in- just him kind of going – you know, that disrespect to that, you know, young lion approach, if you will. Except he's not Minoru suzuki him in the head. He's just doing <laughs> it with uh, mispronunciations. Like, you know, and, and get in check, young man. <laughs> yeah, the whole, uh, like, he, he, what did he say? He liked to wear tight, you're the kind of guy that likes tight jeans and rainbow-haired wrappers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he went really off, funny. man. Yeah. This, you know, they they continue to put over the fact that that Kenny King has not, you know, is the last guy to have Jay Lethal supposedly pinned in the company mm-hmm. or whatever. Do they invest too much stock in Kenny King? 
is do I mean are they in that situation where they need to keep these stars going because of what we'll get into, or do you think they really just see a lot in Kenny K? I, I, I don't hate him by any means, but you know the guy is a been nice in veteran to have in there. I would say, and and it continues that story, like you said, where you know he did have that you know uh, pin on on the champion there, um, and and I think it's it's something that's great. And what was also a nice, you know, to bring it up to your point where they said he had his chance. So now he's relegated back to the start of the line there. So, you know, that's why he's in this first match. That's why he gave that promo. Like, why am I here? I was doing this. I was main eventing here, you know, and now in this, you know, so I, I like that veteran, you know, rookie, you know, kind of matchup, you know, something to prove. Is he going to pull it off? You know, in some instances, yes. Uh, but but definitely um isom isom tomato tomato you know for me you know i it was green in some aspects but to me it was a a nice entertaining match kenny king i thought was a great you know angry veteran here so yes it's something mm-hmm. to invest in because he can tween his way you know as you know any year goes on in in ring of honor i just it it makes me wonder that if you're putting this much stock into this Jay Lethal thing, that they're going to push him into a feud with Jay Lethal. And, you know, he's been with the company since, I think, 2007 is when he started Ring of mm-hmm. Honor. And it doesn't feel like he's gotten better. Like, guys in ROH, Adam Page, you know, he was a nothing in, in the with B.J. Whitmer and those guys. And now, you know, he's one of my favorite guys going. But you look mm-hmm. at Kenny King, and I just, I don't see him ever, like, he's not a bad hand, like you said, but I don't. Yeah. It makes me nervous for ROH's sake is that they're taking a guy like Kenny King and they're investing potentially a main event push because they don't have anything. Well, let's be real again. He's going to have to take a spot because at the end of the show, we're at least at the end of the the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Championship match. It's literally, you you know, pick a number, stand in line, because it seemed like there's six contenders for his title you know it seems like yeah. after the show yeah that's that's very true that's very keeping true. options open you know they're keeping the field you know open but yeah it seemed like every other match like he's gonna challenge you know for the championship which hey it's a nice it's viable it's showing you know hey this this roster is going for the gold and and some different uh you know prospects as well take that mm-hmm. wwe <laughs> um Speaking of the prospects and, and new talent, departing talent, uh, Jeff Cobb defeats Adam Page. I went four stars on this bad boy. This this was a, was a, a match where you could have won anywhere from, you know, really solidifying Jeff Cobb as a dominant force and have him squash a guy like Page mm-hmm. walking out the no. door because you know you do that in business and it, it doesn't. It's not going to hurt him any bit. But they went the route of having a good long match with these two, and I'm so glad they did. Paige put him over two, giving him two uh, tour of the islands to really hammer home the fact that Adam Page is resilient. Um, you know, that's that was a great farewell for Adam Page. I thought mm-hmm. I thought that was a great great match, and they the story was awesome that the shooting star off the apron and he caught him in a belly to belly. I mean, that was oh, that was yeah. ridiculous. And he, he must have threw him about as high as the, the top rope from the floor. <laughs> like, oh my God. But it was yeah, I think it I was a great match. Had, 
like 90 times. I just kept rewatching that because it was just so, <laughs> it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful technical match. You know, you look at, at you know, you look at Jeff Cobb and you're like, how's Adam Page going to get this guy, you know, in any, you know, of, of his move, you know, his, his usual arsenal. Uh, but Page, you know, being as resilient as he is, a showcase, you know, why the WWE was after him. This guy is is main event. This guy is ready for that next level, I say. Jeff Cobb, my God, um, the athleticism, uh, suplex on his tights, as well as uh, his representation in the uh, in the apparel world is a, a smart smart one because my god it it feels good it's old taz you know of course the kurt angle comparisons you know the olympic you know connection there so uh this was a beautiful match i would say this is a match where i can see myself going back and rewatching. this is definitely on my list of i would say maybe 20 top 20 matches of the year for me because it was just awesome. so enjoyable technically sound it was just a a masterpiece to watch the suplexes buckshots clotheslines moonsaults from the top from the apron onto it you know just wherever it was ah oh, seek this match out please <laughs> get, get a fight tv get a ring of honor uh, you know, uh, Honor Club, you know, for $10 in a month, watch it on demand. Hell, watch this show, but definitely seek out the TV title match at Jeff Cobb v. Adam Page. Yeah, this was this was in my uh, my big four for the show. I I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I think they told a great story, and I think both guys looked good and got over in the process with it. The, um, the tour of the islands into the sit-down tombstone. That was a brutal. <laughs> a hell of a way to finish that. My God. Jeff Cobb again, star. And I think he's your height, which is even crazier. Nice yeah, guy. Yeah, some of these guys are so tiny. Like, so just so tiny. It blows my mind. <laughs> like, I always, like I said with Shingo, like, I don't think you realize Shingo is a little guy. <laughs> like, we met him, you know. <laughs> We looked eye to eye. He's not a big dude. Um, <laughs> but speaking of uh, a little too long, uh, Kelly oh. Klein, Karen Q, Madison Rain, and Subi Sakai eliminating Man, everyone. You hate Kelly Klein. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't hate her, but like. Yes, that was I a just, strong word. Sorry. You're not, a, you're not on her bandwagon yet. You I I, I may thoroughly, utterly dislike her husband. Um, but I don't, I don't hate her. Uh, no offense okay. to him. I just, I, I think he's a terrible wrestler. Or I think he used to be really fun, and I think he lasted ten years way too long. And he had hideous pink trunks, and he was just bored the hell out of me. No offense to Whitner. <laughs> Um but I mean, this this match was was not very good, and I kind of went into this expecting it to not be that good. So it was a little more of a, mm-hmm. I was excited to see what the car crash could be, but I, I mean, Madison rain almost broke her own arm doing a dive when, when she, <laughs> she hit the ground and she's like looking at her hands going, Oh my God. Oh, like, well, maybe you shouldn't have extended your arms incredibly tight and then landed mm-hmm. on concrete and wondered why they bent weird. Like it just, and Karen Q She's not bad. I, I like her. I like her offense, but she was the first one out. And nothing against Sumi Sakai, but she's just old. I mean, she just looked like she was on her way out. Like, all right, my 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 excursion's over. See you later. <laughs> like, 
Like, she just is struggling out there. And I mean, I'll never knock Kelly Klein for how hard she works. I mean, it's, it's not that's like she's why out I like there. her. I mean, mm-hmm. she's definitely putting all effort, not only into her ring work, but her character. You know, I, I have seen, you know, kind of improvements with the women of honor matches that I've seen uh, this year. I, you know, it, it kind of was expected. Um, I, you know, I didn't think it was too long. Maybe, you know, shave a couple of minutes here and there. But, yeah, at Madison Rain for me, it just seemed kind of out of place. Um, obviously, with Tennille Dashwood, you know, out with injury there, um, you know, she was uh, the obvious substitute. And the legend, if you will, if you ask me. And that's the thing, too. I, I mean, this whole thing was... I can guarantee you the whole payoff for the, all of this was being built for Tennille Dashwood to beat Sumi Sakai. Like, so mm-hmm. when she went down with the injury, you know, that changed the ball game on everything, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just, I don't understand why they had to change this to an elimination match. I mean, was it, I mean, were they really wanting to try to show, show Kelly Klein being that dominant where she beats her whole roster? Okay. Then I get it. And mm-hmm. there was some, there was a couple fun moments, but you know, this is the epitome. You know, it, it looked to me like four people out there like rehearsing a wrestling match before they do the wrestling match, and that was mm-hmm. why I had a problem with it because they're like, you know, all of a sudden two are gone and they both look around and they look at each other and they kind of nod and they're like, okay, here we go, and then they start do, going through the motions of their their you know, and I'm just like, ah, I, just, I don't know. Who I I will say this. After well, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I was about to say actually. No, I. You know, it like like we. You know, like we just said, the injury scenario with Dashwood shifted the match. I don't know if you know. Obviously, I would say the the gauntlet match earlier this year on Raw uh, with the women's division. You know, that that was definitely a nice benchmark. Uh, but we will say, uh, did you watch the uh, the version two of the uh, gauntlet last night, Ryan? Um, no, I, when, when that portion of the new raw started, um, that's where Ryan took a quick nap so he could get up and play Madden later. <laughs> um, cause, Cause I mean, I'll just say this. Uh, so, uh, the, the gauntlet you're talking about was from raw on May 28th, uh, Bailey versus Liv Morgan. I went quarter of a star, Bailey, Sarah Logan, one star, Bailey, Ruby riot, one and a quarter star, Ruby riot, Dana Brooke, half a star. Ruby Riot, Mickey James, one and a quarter star, and Banks and Riot, two and a quarter. Needless to say, if that was the a whole match because of 2017, I mean. When Stephanie King was like, that. there's going to be a gauntlet to see who's facing you, Rhonda, I went, oh, shit. And I <laughs> got under the covers, and I was like, I'll just watch this from from my uh, hotel room here. And then I, I woke up as Sasha and Natalia were in the ring. And I was like, Oh cool. I got to the end. All right. Well, I'll watch this part. So did you throw your TV out of the window with the finish? No, but I was surprised they didn't have Natalia clothesliner or something. <laughs> I was like, WWE, I know you guys are backstage just, Biting your biting your tongue, not calling for it. Damn it, take her out! Damn it, take her out! Damn, you can't gonna be bigger than Dean mentioning out. Roman. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Vince was trying to call for the turn, and everyone's holding him down and covering his mouth, 
And he's like, ah, he looked like Jericho when he kept yelling at Naito the other day, calling him a <laughs> son of a bitch. After Naito was like, a senor, adios, and he leaves him. And Jericho's like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> he's going to yell at him. Oh, my gosh. Um, what speaking do, what do of beauty, oh. my gosh. Talk about technical uh, beauty. This was a masterclass. Fun, fun, fun. Alex, I went four and a half on this match. Uh, Zach Sabre Jr. defeats Jonathan Gresham. Oh boy, oh boy, it was just fun. When you when you texted me, went, damn it, that match is a letdown. I was like, oh, do I let him think that and then have him watch it and have him think. Boy, Ryan's really on a, uh, off the pulse, just like uh, <laughs> like is it, Ryan must be Vince McMahon off the pulse right now because holy crap, you know, like that, <laughs> that oh, oh that's great, and and the the finish where he goes for his little little Hindu mm-hmm. bend back pin, a la Zack Saber, and Saber shoves him up only to counter roll and then do it back to him and get the three count, and then the whole. Zack Sabre, you know, he's standing right next to him, chest to chest, and he's just looking forward because he's, he's a whole head taller than him. And he's mm-hmm. just pipe. I mean, Zack Sabre is one of the just biggest pieces of crap. He made it look characters. flawless. <laughs> Everything was so just the easiest. He made it look so easy. Oh, my God. It, it's just, like, more and more I'm falling in love with Zack Sabre every, every day. I don't know if you watched that uh, match I tagged you and Demetrius and then Garino and Joe are jumping in uh, was Zack Sabre Jr. in this company called White Wolf Wrestling. He wrestled somebody mm-hmm. named A-Kid. Um, I don't yeah. know if you watched that. I tagged you in that match. It was about 25 minutes. I went the full five. No, not yet. It's, 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 it might be in my top five for the whole year. It was incredible. Like it, and and I re, you know and, and somebody passed the match on to me. And I realized with this buzz, this dude that he wrestled, this A-Kid from, it's this company in Mexico, I think, or Texas maybe, I don't know. But he's on that uh, Warrior Wrestling show January 5th now. Yes. With uh, tagging with Matt Seidel. So, I mean, like, this dude's getting some steam on the indie scene. And I think it's the circulation (laughs) of the Zack Sabre Jr. match. Because I'm telling you, I've watched it twice now, and I can't get over it. Because you see this guy who is just goofy looking, wrestling mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. And by the end of it, you're like, I have to see everything this guy's done. He's got another <laughs> match on there with Ricochet. I mean, Whoa. oh, my God. So when you get, like, a half hour, 25 minutes. Oh, I'm going to check that out after the watch. show. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, you're, like, I expect at 1130, you're like, what the hell did I not watch earlier than I did tonight? So I I want an automatic, I want there to be a series of matches between uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Jonathan Gresham now, like forever. Like 2019, that's my hopeful feud of the year, Uh, just because to see who is the best. But as you just stated, would you rather see Gresham or this A-Kid with Zack Sabre Jr.? If you had to do a Rock Austin. Um, I, I guess just being biased and because I haven't seen enough, I'll say Gresham, but I tell Uh you what, Zack Sabre Jr. went into this indie company that I had never in my entire life heard of. And it's 
it's the, the wrestling mat isn't even like a like a canvas. It's more like a like a flat wrestling mat tarp looking thing. So it's one of those like lambskin. Ring. <laughs> no, it's not that tight. It looks like a it looks like a gym mat over over like the board. Oh, oh no! So it's a really weird like mat. It's not like like a normal canvas would in a normal ring, and you know it's it's just an indie show. I mean, they got a cool little entrance and lights and stuff, but maybe there's two hundred people there, and Zack Saber just goes out there, and, and and it was like it was almost like Chris Jericho and and, and Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan on the first NXT like. When Jericho mm-hmm. was, when they're like, all right, Jericho, you're going to work him the first night. And, you know, he probably went, well, <laughs> I can't, I'm glad we finally get to wrestle after 12, 15 years in the business, uh, each of us. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that you look like a star by the end of this. And we all know Jericho Maybe. made him look like a million dollars. And, you know, and it just seemed like Zack Sabre went into this match going, I'm going to take this dude that nobody's heard of and I'm going to put on the match of the year and everybody's going to leave and not only talk about him, but they're going to go, what little indie company is Zack Sabre going to next and making the next indie star? Ooh. I mean, it's, it's just, this was the feeling I had after the first time I saw that Marco stunt dude wrestle that Kyle Beast when we watched that. And we're like, yep. who is this little kid? Like, that's the feeling I had. I'm like, who is this dude? It's, 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 uh, oh my God. I, I just, I literally, if you're watching it right after, when you finish, you've got to text me what you think of it. Cause I, I cannot wait to, to see your, your mind blow when you see this. Like, oh my So gosh, he was oh trained gosh. by a guy from Noah, Zach Sabre Jr., Yoshinari Ogawa. Oh yeah. Ogawa. He's the guy who, he's the guy who, um, Essentially, made the uh, the STO famous, I believe. Oh, okay, very um, nice. Steve so Carino this guy really know. has like an open contract, doesn't he, Zack Saber Jr.? Because so he's technically signed to New Japan, but it it just seems like you said he just goes everywhere. Yeah, he takes as many dates as he wants, and and if need be, depending on what they book shows, they have priority if they want to use them. That's mm-hmm. really what his exclusivity as we've seen in progress. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's kind of just like what I think that he has, you know, with Pete Dunn and stuff like that. Um, Um, They have an exclusive exclusivity, but if anybody, you know, they can go work somewhere as long as it's approved, I think, or if it just doesn't affect them. And I mean, God, but no, he was, you know, that's awesome. In what? In defiant. WXW when he okay, was big dad okay, Walter. <laughs> but like uh, Steve Carino used to do the STO as his finisher and he would lock him in before doing it and he'd go Ogawa STO and then he would do it to like do a homage to Ogawa. Oh, so like, this dude's uh <laughs> wow what a man sorry I'm watching the Timberwolves game here. And and they were winning by like seventeen, and now they just had to hit a three in the final seven seconds to take the lead back. Trash team. Oh. <laughs> take that, Zach um, Levine. Um, what's up with the Lakers, by the way? They're they're uh, like two games out of the uh, out of the number two seed. Well, why is everyone all panicking? I, I don't know because they got beat by Brooklyn, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's Brooklyn." Okay, well. LeBron's first year and all these new teams, and he's usually under 500 by the 30 game mark. 
you know, and now these. So what happened to the West? Everybody's doing pretty just good. That, yeah, I mean, 17-13, yeah, that's, you know, nineteen ten. Yeah, it's very competitive, Denver's, that's for sure. Denver's over 20 games. Houston's trash, though, Yeah, now. Denver. Like, yeah. That's what Houston gets for signing Carmelo Anthony and letting Trevor Ariza walk and Luke Richard. What's even crazier is you guys are only five games out of first, or out of uh, third. Holy balls. Oh, did I lose Ryan? If I did, I am. <laughs> that was Timberwolves talk. But yes, no. Uh, going back to a Ring of Honor final battle. If I am still on uh, with WrestleCast Radio here, uh, Zach Saber definitely a must see. Just kind of like how we talked the Hangman Adam Page Jeff Cobb uh, ROH TV title match uh, earlier in the show. Uh, this is definitely a a must watch, especially for you technical. Wrestling heads right out there. Um, kind of up next, uh, the the self-proclaimed real champion of Ring of Honor, Matt Taven, uh, battling Dalton Castle, a feud as old as time. Are we there, Ryan? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, uh, apparently uh, making that claim that they're fine. Uh, my uh, country and internet was like, nah, bitch, they're not. And it was like, you have to re your Wi-Fi password. I'm like, what? I even got hit with the old classic hokey doke, the do do do. I still can't believe yeah, you guys continue. are only like five out of third, seven out of first. Can you guys make a run and make it back? They're gonna, they're gonna make. I think they're gonna have home court in the first round. Where I said, <laughs> I said at the beginning of the year, if they go forty-one and forty-one, I'm, I'm a wreck. Because <laughs> that would be amazing. And I'm like, they might win 50 games, which wow. I would have said is laughable. And then they're going to get Anthony Davis, and then they're going to go have Egg McMuffins at some place in uh, Rupongi at 2 in the morning. Oh, wait, that's Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. I apologize. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got confused. But uh, Who's no, you the were going mole? to <laughs> – I still think the mole would have been Yoshihashi had he not took a digger on his way to the ring. No, and, uh, he's still going to be the mole. <laughs> I wonder when he's going to be back. Is he in that rumble? Or in that never... I, I, I hope not. Good God. <laughs> Unless he has a sponsor for his hair. That'd be the only reason he needs to make an appearance in New Japan. The late, oh my God. I will never forget, like, two days before that, we're like, gosh. You know, we, we always clamor. Yoshihashi has, like, a good or, good match or two. And we're always yeah. like, yeah, all right. He's going to be in the G1. This is the year. And then through the G1, no! we're like, oh, my God. Like, no. they keep him away from us. This is not good. And then we see him run out to make that save in the Gato Jay White <laughs> turn thing on him. And then he... Titus O'Neil's himself yep. He's bleeding all over And he's staggering in the ring As Jay White's like How do I become relevant Hold my Sapporo Titus I got the best uh, Dip <laughs> Good You just God see him come running down that ramp In the background and then he's just gone 
I mean, I, I, I mean, the man's got a hell of a head of hair, but man, I, that's that's all he's got going for him. Who would you rather watch in in a? Would you watch? Sorry, would you watch a best of seven series with Yoshihashi and David Finlay? Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt Taven takes on Dalton <laughs> Castle. As you're getting into. Um, are you, uh, you, you, uh, you kind of like this match. I went three and a half on it. I, I didn't I mind it, it. Fun fun match. I, you know, thought that the hijinks, uh, albeit, you know, some could see it over the top, but with these factions, you know, or you know, I think it makes sense, you know, to, to kind of get the boys and, and, uh, TK Orion and, and the other crazy, uh, braided gentlemen, uh, coming out of the ring, crazy style with Okada's balloons, no less. Um, but no, this was a, uh, you know, a, a pretty good match picked up, you know, towards the end, um, you know, the, the last uh, final minutes where I, should, where I didn't even think there was going to be an extra five uh, minutes um, into the match. But no, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Matt Taven getting the victory, um, you know, as we're saying, another contender since he does say he is the true Ring of Honor champion. Uh, so, again, another Opportunity for Jay Lethal to defend the Ring of Honor Championship in 2019. I, I I love how they're like, where did he get this title made? Who made this for? Like they're putting over like somebody like nefariously went out of their way to to create this purple title for Matt Taven. I mean, it's a pretty cool title. Yeah, I, I do like the color. I can't I can't lie. Which you can also uh, find now at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast Radio. We got an awesome yeah. purple and gold shirt. 1999, the Showtime shirt, if you will. Check it out. Showtime. Uh, shout out to Yoshihashi, by the way, who had the 2012 Tag League with Kazuchika Okada. Went 3-3, three three, losing to Sword and Guns on the final day. Uh, costing them a spot in the semifinal. Do you know what their tag team was called um, in the World Tag League in 2012 and 2013? Yoshikata? Uh, they were called Chaos Ride the Lightning. <laughs> Why Ride the Lightning? <laughs> I, I could I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Gross. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now to see what they might return from his injury. <laughs> Is uh, Dalton Castle even... on his way to uh, NXT, do you think? I don't know. It's One thing that's interesting about the Dalton Castle thing to me is, you know, if he signs, you know, good for him. I get mm-hmm. it. But he needs some time off to heal. Agreed. I mean, that, whatever the hell that thing is that goes, like, halfway up his stomach all the way down his, his hip. Like, it looks yeah. like the biggest pair of, like, hockey breezers I've ever seen in my life. I thought he he wasn't sporting at this match where I was like, wow, he must have uh, rehabbed pretty quickly because he was gone for what maybe two months before the cruise. Well, he had that big black thing still on though in this match with David. Oh, did he? Yeah, Sorry, it was, he... I mean the thing was like halfway down his right leg. It was I was like, what in the world is that thing on? I was just entranced by his mustache the whole time because again, <laughs> you match that stash. Along with, you know, the, the head of hair, Yoshihashi, you have a superhuman oh my God. boy. You should do that in 2K19. <laughs> and then 
And then he can fight for the uh, custody of Dominic briefcase I found. <laughs> My this knees. Is the fun, that's the funniest thing I've ever... I couldn't believe that. I was like, I have to send this to Alex <laughs> right now. Um, you know, it was it was a good wrestling match. The right guy won, like you said, for the point of what they were doing. And I can dig it, and I'm fine with the, the, the match. It did, you know, I, I rated it pretty high, and it's not something I'll ever go back and watch. But at the time, I thought, okay, this was this was a perfectly yeah. fine wrestling match. And it seemed like a nice Ring of Honor TV match. So at um, whatever the next show is, I, I don't know if it's uh, oh, Survival of the Fittest or whatever the hell the next Ring of Honor thing oh, they're kind of building up. Yeah, Jay Lethal's defending the title against Dalton Castle. I was like, what? Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess, but. Respect, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. So, I was just a little confused by that, but, you know, whatever. Go to Fight TV and watch uh, Weekly Ring of Honor. Um, Speaking of Weekly Ring, Ring of Honor, he may not be there if he does not defeat him for the title shot. And he does not. Christopher Daniels mm-hmm. getting defeated by the villain, Marty Thank Searle. you, Daniels. <laughs> uh, rumor is that I have been told that that there's talk of him going to be an NXT trainer. Really? Uh, I think it's a logical sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a logical sense. You know, maybe, uh, you know, an agent's role, you know, in, into the future. Uh, I, I thought if just truly was his swan song, uh, this was a fun match to go out on uh, and definitely put uh, the villain spotlight uh, as as Marty Skrull looked great, lived up to the villain Enterprise's name. Uh, that's for sure. My God, that tombstone. Magnificent. <laughs> I'm glad too, that they that they gave Marty a definitive victory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. You know, he's because Marty, I think he, I think that, he that, still has a what's that? I said, you know, it was nice too because they were telling the story, beating up the head, oh, yep. you know, taking over the neck, you know, throughout the whole match. I, I, it was just a really, really nice story that just tra- transcended into, you know, hey, this is my last hurrah. You know, I, you know, I'm gonna challenge you for your title shot. You know, if not, you know, I'm, I'm done. You know, I don't deserve to be here anymore. A, a great. A classic storyline, and and you couldn't ask for two better guys to to participate. And you know, and, and it sounds like Marty is under contract until April, so I think too it makes a lot of sense to give him the victory, mm-hmm. and then maybe you go to the, you know, the anniversary or best in the world. I think is the the show in March, so you could have you know that's where maybe you have Marty do his shot before. I'm assuming he's going to be out the door the minute his contract, but like at 1201, he's probably gone. I mean, especially with the way that all these, you know, he even did a curtain, you know, a curtain call with everyone after the the main event. Mm -hmm. So it's, well, that's to make up for Chicago at all in. (laughs) He wasn't just cooling down from Mokata. So, (laughs) so, you know, right. Kai won. Um, We'll get, you know, more with Chris Daniels at the ROH tapings, which was, which uh, hers pretty interesting, but um, uh, Daniels does his his little. This is my last serenade after, and 
Bully Ray comes out and low blows him <laughs> and gets heat like he's been getting. Awesome. Uh, takes on Flip Gordon. You know, this was the Flip Gordon star-making performance. Um, this is what I wanted to be the, the blow-off of the feud. I just mm-hmm. wish this feud didn't last for like nine months. Like, it oh, just I thought it lasted forever. Yeah, like, I mean, this thing has been going on this whole year. And, you know, if you would have ended this last pay-per-view, I think you would have did it the right way. But mm-hmm. at least they made the blow-off good. Um, you know, he gets the victory over Bully. I like the way Bully quit getting double caned by the kendo sticks. <laughs> it just showed the brutality with Flip Gordon. Um, we were I joking the whole night. soap opera. Like you said, yeah. nine months. So, I mean, it only makes sense because of how over the top that it was that it stretches like a storyline on a soap opera. I mean, it did feel like every show, this was a few either in the front, the background, and then, oh, yeah, this thing's still going on. Um, but, you know, <laughs> everything from the American flag kendo stick to the obvious planted girlfriend uh, in the in in the front row, uh, even though all that's night what I, I was kept just thinking, about to say. whose girlfriend is that? Like, why do they keep showcasing her? And and then a the other thing was like, why is she there? Was my other thing was like, she's got to be with someone, right? But um, but no, that was uh, interesting, right? When they said, oh, by the way, and I, uh, you know, it's Flip Gordon's girlfriend in the front row, and I was like, oh. Well, what I was, what I was, what I was, where I was going on that was the whole night. Demetrius is sitting there going, "Who's that blonde chick in the front row?" And then we 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 couldn't stop watching every match how bored she was. And yeah. we're like, "Why? Why is she hair. here? Like, what is this chick doing? Why?" We're, we're, we kept trying to figure like, why this girl daughter to the guy that was next to next to her that was obviously we, a fan. Because we were like, why does this woman have a front row seat and has no mm-hmm. interest in the show? And Demetrius yeah. is like, I don't know, maybe it's like Brian Klecker and she's that dude's rem staff or something. Like, where he, like he's like, maybe that's the situation. Like, who knows what that girl's doing there? Because she does not mm-hmm. care whatsoever. And then um, when they did, like when they said that flip thing, I was like, uh, I was like, well, she's getting involved in the match, and. Some, some, no one bothered to tell her that she had a big bloody thumbprint on her on her face too. Um, I, I'm sure that she would have liked to know that that was there. And then she just disappears after the match too. And it wasn't even like you you see her get up and leave with with Flip after he he wins and beats Bully, but you just she's just gone. And it was kind of like oh, well. She obviously didn't want to see the rest of the show. And then the guy that kept leaning over behind her was quick to jump right into that seat. So that was pretty entertaining. But, you know, Bully's going to cane uh, Carrie Silken with the kendo stick. And Chris Daniels jumps in the way and absorbs the blow so uh, Carrie doesn't get hit with the kendo stick. Carrie does come in. And, you know, he gets involved at some point, too. Flip gets busted open, and he's bleeding pretty good. Ooh. The Crimson Mask. Uh, this show really should have been called Crimson Mania, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, and then he goes out and, you know, as to what I, my aforementioned puts a bloody thumbprint right on her cheek that nobody, yeah. nobody bothers to tell her there. And and then, you know, once again, Daniels makes a save. Flip Gordon leaves with the returning Sandman uh, <laughs> who, who helps Come the victory. Come on, you didn't pop for that. You didn't pop oh, for that. Oh, heck yeah, I did. Oh, I definitely did. 
I was I was I was like that's got it's either gonna be Sandman or uh, Sabu at this point. And then the cute little Flip Gordon trying to chug his beer and he's like choking it looked like at one point. Yeah. And then uh, like I said, she just suddenly disappeared from the front row and did not leave with Flip. It looked like so. Uh, that fan was quick to get her seat. And he I love how Bully wasted no time though. And just yanked her out of the crowd into the power bomb position. <laughs> say you quit. Say you quit. Like that was great. Get on your knees. Like ah, bully being bully. Yeah, they. I mean, and they did it. The story WWE that they told was good. By not doing that, by the way. Yeah, agreed. Like he's a great heel, and it's like it showed in this match, and you know, and and I like how they tease the. The lighter fluid. Yes. When oh, obviously oh. it was it wasn't lighter fluid whatsoever because Bully's putting his face in it when he's getting cane. So I was like, okay, good. <laughs> I, I was wondering why why Silas Young has it all over his hand and he's gonna try to light a lighter. I'm like, his whole hand is going to go up mm-hmm. when he lights that thing. And then I'm going, his hand is not going up. Maybe it didn't go on there. And then obviously it was Bully on there. I went, oh, good, okay. Because he there's no way he would be drinking this lighter fluid as he's getting caned at the moment so but it was good i mean they it was a, it was a nice little match i i liked it um what'd you think of the next match i i kind of i didn't think it was bad but you know this was my third least favorite match on the show wait um, did you you went over sorry i i had to uh grab a, a quick drink here um did you go over the whole you know theatrics of everybody kind of getting involved on the outside, I brought up the more so the Chris Daniels thing. I didn't bring yes. up the so that's the where Cole I Cabana that's where things. I was that's where I was kind of going with the Kerry Silken thing uh, earlier in the show where I teased maybe one of them you know maybe won't be going anywhere. That was before the NXT bombshell you dropped, but I was like, oh, that's a way where you could work in a storyline where he gets a contract since he did it to take that shot for Kerry Silken. Well, and, and with that being said, on, on, on the ROH TV tapings, uh, Joe Koff brings him out and says, you know, the way you saved Carrie was so honorable and you didn't have to do that, Chris, especially after you knew you were done with the company. I have mm. right here in my hand a new contract for you, Chris Daniels. Oh. Chris Daniels gets it, signs a contract. Then Shane Taylor comes out and beats his ass and rips the contract up and says, I'm not getting paid anymore to beat people up. I'm doing it on my own accord. And then <laughs> just dumps away the contract. So the contract Whoa. was tore apart. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> also, when did uh, Drake Younger get uh, hired by White Wolf Wrestling? <laughs> that ref is jacked. It's like a young super oh. crazy. Or did you, are you starting that matchup? Oh, yeah. So he's oh, facing Mike Shell. That's who this is, Zack Sabre Jr. Dude, I'm telling you, you should wait until after the show so you can have the sound up and watch this match. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I, you need to have 100% focus on this match. My God, they're just choking each other with back-to-back scissors. <laughs> because there's something right. extremely noticed. There's something that, that I didn't notice until it was brought up to me. And... Mm-hmm. I the, the, this is why I want you to to watch it with everything on there because then if if and when the thing is the same when I tell you what somebody brought it to me you're gonna go holy crap you're right and it didn't even matter and I didn't even realize it and that's, that's that's how good this match was 
it just kept me kept me into it. Um, but Do you think Vince is so intrigued by uh, Kushida just because of his promo picture, where he's just like, "Hey, Vince is like he looks like a fun guy." I I bet you Vince has no idea who Kushida is, and it's and Triple H is like, it's a new one. I need him. Uh, <laughs> Isn't he forty? Yeah, Kushida. Yeah. Uh, he'll be thirty six this year, so he's on that. Oh. He's on that bad end of thirty five. Yeah. Look, we're. Who to win in a match? Kushida or the technical legend? Hmm. I think I have better mic skills, but he would beat me in the ring. <laughs> I don't know. Get a cocktail in him. Listen to his podcast, yeah. man. He goes ham. Uh, Walter <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. from Evolve 99. I'll watch that. Because I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> God, there's so, dude. I got, I'm going to watch that match again after we get off the radio. That, that'll that be my third time with this match in the last Wait, one. why don't we live... Why don't we do a, gonna, a, a, a record Because I'm not going to talk while I'm watching it because I'm going to be listening to the brutality. <laughs> I'll be going, I'll gonna, be like, we're hey, going to do a watch along after uh, this Saturday when we do our back-to-back progress shows. Well, well, How about that? We can, we can do a watch along where we don't have to record it because we wouldn't be talking during it anyway. So it'd be mm-hmm. just like nobody's, we're not saying anything, but they can just pretend they're in a watch along. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What did you, what did you think of this lethal Cody match? I, I thought there was a, you know, I only went three and a quarter cause it was what it was. There were some fun matches, but boy, oh boy, was there a lot of, a lot of stalling at the beginning. And I was like, Oh my God, just wrestle. Oh, I couldn't notice that. <laughs> I mean, it, and, it, it was what it was. I actually liked this this side of Jay Lethal. Like, you know, hey, I'm I'm going to take control. You know, you, you snap something in me. Bad, you know, trash talking my company. You know, like yeah, I, I like that sense true. of pride from Lethal into this match. And I liked how he was dominating 90% of the match. Um, you know, attacking that knee, making that the focal point, the story of this match. And of course, you know, with the finish with the figure four and then just dragging them kind of in the center to make sure that Cody taps, I thought was a, a nice, a nice little uh, story, you know, kind of throughout, uh, you know, maybe shave again, a couple of minutes off, you know, like you said, some of that stalling, uh, but I would say MVP of the match for sure. I'll say two, the lady in the front row that uh, kept uh, getting the guardrail pushed towards her uh, during the uh, the sixth suicide dive by Jay Lethal, where Cody just didn't seem like he tried anymore. But hey, I couldn't you know imagine taking one suicide dive, let alone six or seven. Uh, but also Brandy Rhodes uh, being a baller as a hell, taking dudes out with that bionic shoulder, uh, wicked fast spears uh, from her. Uh, some, some again, nice intrigue and, and you know, kind of that, that double team aspect from the roads. Can we say that now? Um, but no, I, I, I thought this was a fun match. Um, you know, I, I didn't like it as much as their first encounter, Cody's first match in Ring of Honor. Um, but uh, again, from, you know, the progression of the Jay Lethal character, the, you know, that, that, that he is ROH. He is the the John Cena of that company. Hell, no, he's the Jay Lethal of that company. I didn't even mean 
to make that comparison. But, you know, Cody, you know, it is what it is. It was a Cody Rhodes Ring of Honor match, yeah. if, if that makes sense. You know, where yeah. it seems like these have been typical, you know, from his title reign, you know, minus the, the matches, the Civil War that he had with Kenny Omega this year. You know, this to me was a, a typical Cody Ring of Honor match, which was better than his WWE stuff. So, I mean, it's very good, but he just, he encaptures us with his persona, with, you know, how he has finally had that confidence from, you know, starting back in 2016 to, you know, of course, this whole year. He is that character. He is the American Nightmare. And that, you know, I think is what encapsulates us with, you know, cheering and applauding for, you know, of course, what he's done outside of the ring as well. And and that's one of those things too. Like Cody's heel work with and and, and everything with the crowd is it's totally Great. fine. Like everything mm-hmm. was on point with that. I couldn't believe he grabbed that dude's beard and threw it in his face. I, that really surprised me. When I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> that oh dude yeah. In the corner. I saw him kind of bend down. I was like, what is he? You know. And then the spits of the face was great. I was like, dang, man, he's just going, and and he, you know, totally did it to him. I'm sure somebody, like, if if I was, he he would the dude he did it to would be in the the group of fans where I probably would have said to myself, if I do something like that to them, they're not going to get mad because they're inside the show and they're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do it to some random dude. Um, but that was but those super I mean, kick that, that lethal actually. injection spots were. Amazing. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the um, the 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 finish was fun. You know, I like the whole thing too. I can't wait to get rid of get ROH's shiny new toy out of here. Woo, I, thought that yeah. and said, I thought that was pretty good. So oh, fun yeah. match, but uh, you know, it was the epitome of a perfect kill match, leading us into the main event. Oh, you're not gonna get back to. to uh... To uh, the who the I, I would say the wheel of contenders for the ROH championship because as Cody was leaving, uh, who meets him at the ramp? But the man who beat him for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh yeah, Aldis two came out, out of three falls. Nick Aldis looking like a stud, a champion, if you will, with a mystery woman. Um, but I thought that was uh, pretty interesting, even though he just walked halfway down the ramp and just turned back around. So that was a little <laughs> like, what? A head scratcher. Uh, but uh, intrigued, to say the least. Like I said, contender number 72 to come out of final battle. Yeah, that uh, that girl was smoking from what I saw in the background. I was like, whoa, who's that? Nick Alice, you are winning that life. Um <laughs> She's gonna feel that hardcore country if she don't watch herself. <laughs> or maybe uh, they're both gonna feel the hardcore country if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoa! Kidding. This is a this is a family show. Damn Walter it. Zach Saber, by the way, is happening in a gym. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. And this is you said it's evolve. Evolve, yeah. Is that England or Wait, Florida? No. You better hope it's not Chicago. Oh, man. I better hope it's not Chicago. <laughs> Thinking about it here. Um, SCU, Young Bucks, Briscoes, Ladder War. I think this is the seventh one that they've done, seventh or eighth Ugh. or something. 
I thought this was awesome. There's some of the hell of a man. The one where where uh, Nick Jackson fell off the ladder like face first and it was like free falling into it. I thought he broke his arm. That was disgusting at the end there. Um, cool opening too with the Bucks not getting in the ring and just running around, kind of like um, like vandals with chairs trying to just cause mm-hmm. commotions and everything. Thought that was a really cool touch that I that they you know they haven't done something like that before, but. Hell, yeah, even all... uh, giving a nod to H with the sledgehammer. Yeah, that was hilarious. I'm like, oh, my God, they got a sledgehammer. And they zoom in on it so close, too, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, but know, he didn't use it. Super kicked him right in the head, though. I believe it was uh, an, uh, Briscoe because everybody was bloody. My God, brutality, car crash, a table crash. Apron spots that that uh, cutter from Kaz uh, when they kind of flipped um, oh, through the table. Jackson kind of over the rope through the table on the outside. Insane. The you know and Frankie Kazarian loves blading him on as much as Ric Flair because that dude bleeds every match that has a or David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> nice. David Arquette. I noticed that. Be at, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to catch Wrestle Palooza. Watch out for that. That's right. <laughs> but we get the, the SCU, Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, Cody Rhodes, and uh, Adam Page, eight-man curtain call. Um, there's only one elite guy missing, which we all know is Kenny Omega, who's yep. at the match. But I want to ask you here before we get into uh, TLC here, as we're in hour number two now. ROH, I think, is in a spot where I I don't know if this momentum is going to keep up. And I the know momentum that from be, the elite. Yeah, like so, the last two years have been the biggest years they've had. I mean they they've gone from like an average attendance of like three hundred seventy five people to like six hundred to like twelve to fifteen hundred now. I mean they've 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 doubled, you know, two and a half times. Their, their amount of fans with all this going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at the crowd, I mean, you were at that show in Chicago, yep. you know, I, I bet you, I bet you, you could count more people not wearing a bullet club shirt than wearing one. That's correct. And I thought it was even a little slimmer uh, in, in the audience. And than I was expecting, especially when you had LIJ, versus a uh, bullet club in the main event there. But um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely 95% bullet club at that show out in Villa park this past May. You know, so what happens if all those guys jump to all lead, if that's what's happening, where, where, where's your fans now? I mean, I think if it's all elite, you know, they're going to have some merging, I would, I would think with Ring of Honor, you know, I think to help with, you know, expenses, you know, on some stuff, you know, trading of talent, especially to kind of get them built up. Well, well, yeah, I, mean, I guess got, if you got Jackson. They have a guy that, that's worth more than Vince. And I mean, you know, so the Ring of Honor signs Brody King, Ring of Honor signs PCO, PCO. Ring of Honor signs Bandito. Um. Ring of Honor. Yeah, what do you think of that signing? Do you think that could make some noise in 2019 with Bandito? 
I think Bandito's got a much better shot to make any kind of a, a impacting help for them than the other two. Because, I mean, look, we him and Lethal Roy in the King summer. And, I mean, maybe I don't know if you need to do it that quick, but you could. But like, you know, we look, you know, we watched Brody King versus PCO at the Bola, and it, we mm-hmm. did not have the same excitement for PCO as we did with Walter. And I understand yes. Brody King's not Walter, but you know, maybe that little that fun fun ride is finally already leaving and you know what happens if he just ends up completely uh you know hurting himself to the point that he doesn't even you know he can barely even wrestle anymore you know what i'm saying like well, i mean as long as he doesn't dive and bounce off the ropes <laughs> so that was on the new we Bobby care Mania. for you pco we care for you be safe you but know, no i mean i i i think the way that that it was set up with, you know, villain enterprises, I think this is something that can sustain them. You know, he'll be the muscle. He's he's the the real beast, the monster. You know, he's he's there not to, you know, put in 20, 25-minute matches. You know, he's yeah, just okay. there to, you know, for the attraction of there. You know, he's, you know, there to help Brody <laughs> King. You know, and, and this is a chance for Marty Skrull to prove that he can lead, to see if he can draw without the rest of the elite and, and, you know, the bullet club stigma of 2017. And of course the 2018. So I think this will be a good, hopefully, uh, you know, challenge for Marty scroll that he, you know, he, he takes seriously. And, you know, like you said, once his contract is up in April, you know, may, you know, maybe obviously he'll go where, where he wants to go, but, you know, will warrant, you know, a, a nice contract wherever that, that will be. I'm just saying I hope he doesn't just kind of float on for the next couple of months. You know, I I hope he takes this where he's like, yeah, let me see what I can do with these guys. I think think they could have fun, you know, with the kingdom, with, you know, Dalton Castle, the boys, you know, all that stuff, you know, or whatever, you know, kind of faction, you know, that, 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 you know, they can do. You know, if SCU gets another, you know, component. So, you know, some some pretty interesting stuff that can happen. I'm not, I'm not saying it, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's no more SCU. I, I don't I don't think SCU is going to be there anymore. I think they're gone. Trainers? So, I mean, well, no, I mean, Scorpio no. Sky is, yeah, New Japan. I mean, he's the head dojo. I, th- I think they, you know, I think they go where the Bucks go. I think all these guys uh. are going to go together to start that company. Um, but I, I don't see Marty Scurll being a guy who phones it in. You know what I'm saying? So I think he will. Mm you know, do as best as he can. Cause, cause that's the one thing these guys are smart is, you know, they don't, they didn't burn any bridges there. Everything was done perfectly amicably and almost mm-hmm. to a T that they, you know, they put it out there to everybody, you know, this is it, you know, we're giving you, you know, we will resign again and, you know, hopefully you build correctly. And, and let's be honest, new Japan, when they lost all their guys, we we had said, oh boy, how are they going to recover from Shinsuke Nakamura? How are they going to mm-hmm. recover from Carl Anderson? How are they going to recover from that? You know, to that point, um, AJ Styles because he had started to become a mainstay, and yep. you know, even to a T, Luke Gallows for the simple fact of he's a Bullet Club guy. How are they going to recover from losing these guys? You know, you fast forward three some years later, guys like Goto and Suzuki aren't even on the main card because they don't even have room for them. So they rebounded fine. Ring of Honor, you know, they lose these talents. And instead of keeping 
you know, why did why didn't they do something like trying to keep a guy like Cedric Alexander happy and around? They didn't mm-hmm. even bother to do something like that. They had Will Osprey under contract and did nothing with them. You know, and then they go out of their way to sign the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they lose Keith Lee but keep Shane Taylor, his partner. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's like one of those things where you you look at ROH and I don't think that they did this the correct way. Obviously now by signing Bandito and, and dudes like that, they're they're trying to rebuild or starting to learn about oh, we gotta rebuild. But maybe it was just too late. I mean, I I think if you capitalize, I mean, they do have, you know, stars that, that they can kind of build around. But kind of looking at this roster, I mean, there's depth, but there's not really storyline depth where, you know, if you had, you know, maybe like an intercontinental-like title, you know, not just a TV title. You know, if you had, you know, something like that to kind of build some stars on that, that possibly could be, you know, a, a, a nice jumping off point, you know, for, for some, you know, whether it's your, your, your isoms, you know, or, or, you know, your, I, I don't want to say Shane Taylor, but you know, something like that cheeseburger, if you will, and we kind of build more credibility for that. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this roster and it's, it's pretty darn thin when it comes to, you know, sustaining feuds. I mean, it's not, I'm not like the only thing I could see is you could build Flip Gordon to be your Daniel Bryan of of 2019 to finally is he the ones you finally beat Jay Lethal the future the guy who just signed with them to be committed for the next two years with Ring of Honor and I I agree with the Flip Gordon thing I think that is a no-brainer that they better not goof on but you know did they wait too long with with keeping him in this bully racing like when there was, they could have had him getting wins over. He he should have beat. Just think though, him and Bandito. Final battle. True, agree. Gordon, you know what I mean? Like that, especially with the way that they did the all-in thing. Never and here's another payoff, thing yeah. that that somebody put out to me is when when you look at the broad spectrum of of you know the elite one corner, Ring of Honor, the other corner. Where do you think Gordon's allegiance might be? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) Marty and Flip take on Tokyo, or you know, he's on all the being the elite shows, and we see SCU leaving. What sounds like we see the elite leaving. The only other person that's featured on that show is Flip Gordon. Who's to say when his contract's up, he doesn't go too? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I think right now, and and another thing somebody brought up that I thought is a very valid point is. Ring of Honor is is had a huge issue, I think, with MLW starting up. Because look at all the talent that, you know, they they now hold with having MLW around with guys like Shane Strickland there, you know, and, and think about MJF Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, he would have been good. You know, they huh. they have they have Phoenix locked up. They have Pentagon locked mm-hmm. up. They have a lot of these guys locked up, and MLD, MLW just kind of snuck in there, and you know what I mean? It was like, hey, we want to be players too, and then they did it. And now ROH mm-hmm. is kind of waiting in the back burner like, uh, maybe we should have signed some of these guys that we just kind of let go to this other company because we thought we always had the young bucks. Hmm. 
and they don't. It's it's going to be. I think the next six months is going to be very telling if ROH is you know how much they're going to because they got the Sinclair funding, so they're going to be on TV anyway. But mm-hmm. you know how much are they going to stay relevant? I let, let's hope the dojo, the relationship with New Japan. I think if if they don't lose that. Or if they do lose that, then yes, that, that could be a, a sign of troubling times ahead because that is something that you can build to have special attraction matches or, you know, you know, have that one-off, you know, uh, you know, yeah, you know, special main event. Um, as long as they keep that, they, they could, you know, sustain a little bit of that, that push um, that they received from this year. Do you think it's fair to say that obviously, yes, they're doing the honorizing shows in February in Japan again. That's cool. But is it is it fair to say that ROH needs to have this figured out by the start of quarter two? So when that Madison Square Garden show is done, if mm-hmm. if say say after the MSG show, the cons, Tony Khan or whatever announces All Elite, and New Japan jumps to an allegiance with them, you got to be ready for that to happen, and get people ready by that point. Whew. Because That's if New Japan be partners yeah. up with those elite guys, now you lost the elite. Now you lost ROH or New Japan. Now what are you going to lose next? You know, now they're probably you know by this point Marty I think is up. Then they're going to be teaming up with Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I mean, maybe crossover look matches at, at, with that guy versus the other guy. Look at Lucha Underground and MLW and Impact all kind of doing things yeah. together. You know, they're, they're smart. They're going, let's get ahead of this. You know, it seems like ROH is the only company in America that isn't pl- that wasn't planning ahead to try to be able to stay relevant and stay above water with this All Elite thing. It feels like everybody else did. Look at WWE trying to nab mm-hmm. all the talent up. MLW is working with, with impact and stuff. You know, it's like maybe they should have been aware with this too. And they weren't. It and seems like they were even like, they they weren't thinking that it was going to be real. Like 2018 was never going to end. Like they were just uh, oblivious to, to reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's interesting. It's really interesting. What's going to happen here. So I don't know. Yeah, um, uh, man, it's we're obviously kind of <laughs> you know we're kind of going to get there with um, if if we got time to talk to the WWE restart. Who are the Briscoes uh, going to fight, by the way? Since all the tag teams are gone in Ring of Honor, besides Brian the Beer Malonis City Bruiser, and the Beer and City Bruiser. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, is. And, and do you need to Mike break up? Shout out. He's about to take do, on do Zach Sabre Jr. To, uh, do they have to break up the Briscoes to give Jay, put Jay Briscoe back in the heavyweight title picture? Oh, gosh. And if they do that, now Mark Briscoe ah. goes back to the TV time, and then now you've lost another tag team. I'm, they literally don't have any tag teams. They're going to have to, like, WWF mid-90s, uh, you know, kind of throw crap together. Who do you got? Jonathan Grisham and 
I don't know, uh, Rhett Titus teaming up? Rhett Titus isn't teaming with Wolf Ferreira anymore. The War Dogs. Yuck, I hope not. I don't know even know I what mean, that does, is. Does, uh... There's really, literally, no other tag teams. Unless you put, like, Cheeseburger with Jonathan Gresham, but they're not Vince McMahon. Does, uh... You know, does... Does the do you do, do you do the kingdom? So two, two teams. <laughs> if they don't go with your scenario, yeah, they're in trouble. Wow, I looking at this roster, and you know what's funny is like a quarter of this roster aren't really even like they have Rocky Romero on there, Nick Aldis. You know, again, maybe every once in a while, delirious. You know, like just random wrestlers. <laughs> I mean, this is okay. You know, now does this mean they're going to go partner with with NWA? You know, is, I mean, that's the logical yes. step, I guess. Next, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. It's this it's like the last really kid picked in, in in dodgeball. I mean, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> it's NWA. Since Shane Douglas uh, gives them a, a a negative grade for 2018, do you agree with that? Yeah, by the way, Uh no. I can't disagree. I can't agree with that. I mean, the NWA title was defended in front of 12,000 people or whatever, you know, in an arena that nobody in America has ever sold or done a 10,000 mm-hmm. venue, you know, since in the last 15 years since Vince. You know what I mean? Yeah, take that franchise. Target so aisle two. <laughs> so I don't know. You. you you want to talk TLC? Don't go. Ch- so all elite wrestling, by the way, they created their uh, their chance instead of the elites. It's all elites, all all elites. Genius by what? them. What is that? That's their. That's going to be their company chant. You know, where it's like EC Dub. <laughs> all elites, all all elites. Uh... I, I, uh, what is it? I, I, uh, get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Do we have to get into this? Oof. I mean, we can just call it a night if we want to. Look, if we finish Check this before two hours, we're talking progress. Chapters 80 and 81, uh, Dragon Off versus Tyler Bates. I cannot Ooh. wait. Good night, guys. We 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 uh, we do need to get you uh, some more DDT too. Uh, tournament is yes. over, so there's there's only seven shows I think in the whole tournament, so not not a hard oh. watch. So yeah, I'm gonna try to okay. I want to try to get that all done before Tokyo. Oh so yeah, we can knock that out. Um. Okay. God, this. Oh my God, I'm. Your number 30 entrance into the Royal Rumbles this year, (laughs) Ryan, will be Carmella, which, hey, not bad. But you got, uh, I I would say, the MVP of the the, the second half, um, or at least the fourth quarter of WWE earnings. Uh, They earned my my uh, hard-earned laughter, uh, R-Truth and Carmella, getting the victory, thankfully, over Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. 
Um, you know, something wacky is going to happen with our truth that like we talked last week, Ryan, where, you know, he's either going to get, you know, either knocked out or, or naively convinced to give up his spot to someone. Right. Look, like I'm, I don't want to knock our truth. Cause I, I've always, you know, ever since he went to, to TNA and became the NWA champion was really working hard. I, I'm a, I, you know, Killings worked his way back into that company. He got a, he got a world title match with John Cena. He got mm-hmm. to tag, tag with Miz against Cena and The Rock, you know, in his return. I mean, to be fair, there is a lot of, of praise that he, he deserves. And, you know, he's a guy that's still with that company and still getting getting TV time. Mm-hmm. But part of the charm of the Royal Rumble is, oh, I wonder who's going to be number 30. You know, obviously there's there's, you know, marks like me who write all this down and go, oh, well, it's going to probably be this guy because he hasn't come out yet. But then there's still that, that, oh, I can't wait to see who it is. Well, now it's like, well. Wait, since now we're in charge, team, can we change that? Maybe. We are the authority. <laughs> no. So there's a possibility. But you know what I mean? Like now it's one of those things where we look at it and we go, hey, um, now that we saw who number 29 was, there's no – cool, like crazy, oh, I wonder who 30 is. It can't be Kenny Omega this year. Like, we were like, oh, I wonder if that's going to happen. Nope, because it's our truth Like, that's, that's what, like... What if, what if the cleaner's music came on, and then instead of Kenny Omega, it was our truth in, like, a leather coat and glasses, and then Kenny Omega came out from behind him, tapped him on the shoulder... He got confused, and then Omega is the 30th entrant. Even if Omega wasn't there, but he did that entrance, I would give him a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this match sucked so much. <laughs> like, the, the closing stretch sees, sees Jinder Mahal get, get, uh, eliminates himself over the top rope, ironically. Mm-hmm. R-Truth does like a slingshot drop kick. But just ends up bouncing off the bottom rope like Dink the Clown. Doesn't even hit Jinder. Jinder <laughs> being Jinder takes a huge bump just like he did when Jeff Hardy missed the, the whisper of the wind and at the Greatest Royal Rumble and he still took the bump. So Killing starts extending his feet forward trying to make contact to make it not look as terrible. Meanwhile, inside <laughs> the ring, we see Carmella and Alicia Fox cannot perform a roll up. And then the roll-up doesn't work, so she just, like, rolls on top of Alicia Fox. And then they just start kind of, like, rolling around, not knowing what's going on. And somehow she gets her legs wrapped around her neck and just makes her give up. I mean, this was, this was, just, oh. I don't know what's worse, what you just explained or uh, because of how awful that finish was. Because I was like, how is that, uh, what? Um, how she rolled into it anyways, but that's, or, uh, the whole, they got to pick where, uh, they get for their vacation. And then of course they chose a Stanford, Connecticut. Now I'm not going to lie. I kind of laughed a little bit, but, but then I was like, what is, what are we doing? Shame on you. Like, what are are we doing (laughs) here? The only reason I laugh is because truth is energy is so good. Oh, he's great. No, like I said, he's been the best for since like September. And and then like the other, the thing that got me too about that finish with them rolling around, like, well, they look like little kids, like playing, doing play wrestling, like where they, mm-hmm. 
And and Alex, you know, I I went a quarter of a star on this, and this wasn't even my least favorite match on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, quick question: This is not... Jinder Mahal is the only champion in WWE history to not get a bump in pay. It was just seen as a lateral move. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna. That's why they gave him the belt. <laughs> It's just oh, it's so it's it, you know, and these these this mix match challenge where once again I'm gonna bring this up, Alex, like a, like a broken record. But They're rushing WWE, money, y'all. Facebook. You know, WWE is is you know they talk about how New Japan's most unsafe company in the world. Look at Hiromo, he broke his neck. Okay, well how come there was the entire Raw teams had to be changed mm-hmm. because there was so many injuries. And to the point of, of doing that, you pull one of your teams out because you just didn't want either of them to lose, not realizing you would have booked it that way, so you had to book a team to lose. So they just nonchalantly pull them out of the tournament, not even say anything. Jeez. And this, and then they had the stipulation for the number three. Like, like I had said to you last week, I wouldn't have been shocked if they would have acted like the, the, situa- or the, the stipulation didn't even exist. Just so they didn't have to make gender or truth be number thirty. It's oh, it was so bad. Um, three way three way title next. I, I will say for this, I did go three. This and was a half. SmackDown, right? Yeah, bar like it was just a match days. from like April that they just yeah. replayed. I just. I need something new. Why couldn't Why couldn't you have had Gallows and Anderson in there? And I'm not just saying that because I'm a mark, but why couldn't you have just put Gallows and Anderson in there instead of one of those teams? I get it, but uh, or I, Sanity. Why? Yeah. Where? I mean, obviously Tuesday happened, but where's Sanity? Like, why not have an old-fashioned brawling teams of the bar and and Killing and Dane and Eric Young just beat the living hell out of each other. That is more intriguing than the same old shit. I'm sorry it's mm-hmm. late. But seriously, it's it's the same as, hey, we're going to get LIJ versus, you know, so-and-so versus Suzuki-Goon versus, you know, uh, Liger and, and Tiger Mask 20. You know, it's just the same matches over and over where – we praised their tag division last year. Maybe, Ryan, we stopped praising tag divisions and companies because then they bleep the bed, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. You're... Look, you, you don't even have to sugarcoat it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating. Like, it's and just... these are great teams, but what, what can they even do that's new? Like, seriously, how do you not just say, seriously, bruh, again? I don't know what was harder to watch, that or when they were saying thank you, Paige, uh, Xavier Woods, you know, enthusiastically saying thank you, Paige. And I was like, huh. Interesting. And, and, and it sucks, too, because, like, it was a good match. Like, it was a fun little match. It wasn't, there's nothing yeah. wrong with the match. It wasn't it, but oh, it's just, it's like. I could only see it so many times. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, one thing I hope I never have to see again. Uh, this was my least favorite match of the night. Uh, this was a match. Okay. Just 
I mean, this is like something I mean, you would see on uh, Brazzers. A <laughs> good old gangbang. A lot on one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we we see Baron Corbin out there with good old uh, Heath Slater as he is the special referee for the match, and they count out Baron Corbin. The Nick Patrick. Comes out at seven, and he has got a, you know, he's 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 on his way to the ring, and he's got a sling on, and he says the words, Baron Corbin, since this is, since this is a TLC match, I that means there's no disqualification, so I don't even have to be here or whatever he said. So oh, I just almost broke my headset. So Chad Gable, uh, Bobby Roode. And Apollo Crews and uh, uh, Finn Balor, who's going to be wrestling in like 20 minutes. And uh, there was another person, too. Who was the other You thought that was weird, too? And they're all surprising. Like, I was winning in my life. Balor or Apollo Crews? Who was the fifth guy out there? Oh, Kurt Angle. Uh, Heath Slater. (laughs) <laughs> Old man angle sauntering down. So so in this TLC match anything's legal. So here comes five baby faces with folding chairs beating the shit out of uh out of Baron Corbin here. To to me <laughs> once that happened. Remember I sent you that snap about angle? <laughs> I was like this bleeping yeah. jobber. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was just giggling. And, and then, and then like, oh, I just can't fathom this. So then, then he just puts his, his foot on him and pins him. Well, wasn't this supposed to be a contract for the GM and a title shot? So, uh, isn't that very heelish of what they all uh, did? I mean, that's essentially, yeah. they, they all conspired to murder that man. Not only did they conspire to murder him and have heel tactics the entire match, but <laughs> but but people don't seem to think about the fact that in a TLC match for a contract that he just pinned was... him, <laughs> and the referee counted the three. <laughs> and and not oh, only that, sure. but but the referee counts to three, so the the <laughs> the babyface ref changes the rules of the match. On the heel. This shit sucks, man. I, just, I, can't, I, can't. I forgot it was a TLC match. I, why did they just swap matches? I mean, that that probably would have made the uh, the snooze fest, the co-main event, a little bit more uh, watchable. Uh, but yeah, why not just transcend it? Like this rivalry is so heated. Dean Ambrose demand or Seth Rollins demanded a TLC match. So, so now we've had five baby faces destroying a smiling, the which heel. is even creepier. God, I I wish they would just do something with Apollo Crews where he had a mouthpiece. Um, I don't think Hogan would work anymore. Sorry, 2019, bro. I know, but I'm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what frustrates. He'd pull a more. Booker T accidentally. On TV. Oh, boo. The irony of that. 
Boo, brother, boo. <laughs> don't, I don't booed this match, heard. match. There's, I didn't you know, boo I the saw, Anfield table, but I booed the match. I, I saw this this meme somebody posted where it said, uh, um, it was it was like a picture with like a radio DJ, and she's like, no, we're not allowed to play Baby It's Cold Outside anymore on the radio, but we will play you the new Cardi B song where she's going to teach you how to eat her ass. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's so true. Sorry. I, I, I missed the, I miss. we talked about a living color last night and how I missed that kind of humor. Oh, that was great. The, uh, Did you know they're Tommy going Davidson? on tour? They're, they're, they're going on tour. Yeah, it's Tommy Davidson, two Wayne's brothers, um, well, like three of them, uh, and I believe David Allen Greer. It's like called like out of color or something like that. But yeah. Oh my God. You've just I didn't made, know you, you were down with that. that. You just put me in a bad mood after we show. just talked about. Oh man, we, we were we great. were talking last night about the whole uh we, we listened to we played Xbox. We were talking about the Tommy Davidson when he when he was Michael Jackson. <laughs> and and he's, he has like <laughs> can you tell me if I'm black or white? <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, as you the off-color comedy tour is what it's called. The, are they coming to Minnesota? Uh, that oh, it already happened. Facebook, you lied to me again. Thanks, Russia, because I saw an advertisement oh. for it, and that's why I was like, "Is that coming here?" Uh, Atlanta and the Netherlands. Well, well, that's the band in Living Color. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> Tommy Davidson, Sean Waynes, Keenan Ivory Waynes, David Allen Greer. This is more exciting to talk about the, uh, the tables match. Yeah, so you know what was the biggest shocker for me about this whole uh, Natalia Ruby Riot uh, match is where the hell did they get a Jim Neidhart fathead? <laughs> that, that might be the best thing that I've ever seen. Is I was like, oh. Weird. And then they had a Ruby Riot fathead, too. I was, I was confused mm-hmm. where they got that, too. This was, uh, this was, this was all right. I mean, it wasn't, ter- I, I went two stars. Um, hmm. when they finally started ramping up, when, uh, yes. Natalia's like, Ruby Riot, you stay away from Burke. You keep my family out your mouth, you bitch. And she overhand <laughs> slaps her in the face and then right to the camera, are you okay? I'm sorry. Are you okay? I'm sorry. And then Ruby Riot kicks her and goes, get away from me. And she comes back over and she goes, are you okay? And she's like, yes. And then she's like, okay, stay away from my family. And then goes, to... <laughs> like, what the God. Yeah. Stop. 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 Why is she always Stop. in the table matches too, by the way? Natty. Because she's ready? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, mean, man. That's, that's, that's the easy way to do it. I mean, you know, the Liv, Liv Morgan took a, a, a nice little table bump there, and Sarah Logan gets body slammed to the table, and I don't know. It, it was it was whatever. Do you have anything you want to say about it? Um, the, Again, this ju- I feel bad for the people that paid for the show so far. This was literally like watching superstars and main events back-to-back with Velocity. Like, you wouldn't do a time machine and watch Velocity with the next match 
Uh, Drew McIntyre battling uh, a Finn Balor. An excellent okay, velocity okay. match. Okay. I went two and a half stars, and I would have went higher. How do you book but, this heel? How do you book this heel as the next face, domination, and he keeps losing clean? Sort of. Exactly. You mean, you mean to tell me that Vince McMahon wants this guy to win the title at WrestleMania, and he can't beat Drew Mag- or Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor in consecutive matches? Who's resisting Vince and getting away with it, by the way? Is it us? I, no, no, because I think uh, I don't know, Alex. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna rip him apart. Like, I'm why are they now. having Balor win clean the last couple of months? Yet we'll still do nothing with him, and we'll we'll you know tease him as is this his time to win the Rumble? As we all know, no, Seth Rollins will be winning the Rumble. Which I don't know. Maybe you changed that plan uh, after. Well, anyways, we'll get to. Uh, what did you think of this uh, this shotgun Saturday night match with three uh, <laughs> MB member Drew McIntyre and? Uh, I mean the and, match and was Fergal. fine. There's nothing wrong with the match. I mean that like that's the thing is like the match wasn't bad by any means, but I just I don't. don't... Don't you put Rollins Ambrose here? Make it a gimmick match, and this is. You're kind of, you know, before the main sort of matchup? I don't know. I mean, they, they, needed a kill, they needed a kill match, and apparently kill they picked the right one. Well, I mean, <laughs> they kind of did. I mean, they got a crowd ready. Oh, dude, it just, it was just, just tough. I mean, you go from having a, in consecutive matches. This is in 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 three of the five matches. You went from having your number thirtieth entrant for the first time announced, and it's going to be our truth. And then you have Braun Strowman defeat Baron Corbin in a TLC match via pinfall with a five face running with folding chairs. And then you go on to have the guy that is supposedly is going to be winning your world title at WrestleMania losing clean to Finn Balor. Nothing against Finn Balor. But why is he losing clean to Finn Balor? Like, this. Why this are we seeing two wonders. Coupe de Graces? Like, yeah. It, uh, mm, oh, God. Like, this company wonders why they have to constantly go out of their way to do these insane rebrand shows to try to make fans think it's going to be different. When I, as much as I enjoyed some of the stuff with some of these people winning these matches on Monday and Tuesday, Monday more so because I didn't see Tuesday. Hmm. I know in six months it's going to go back to the way it was. I'm not stupid. I've seen this dog and pony show too many times. Well, yeah, essentially within six to seven months it will because that's when the transition to Fox happens where it really will be a split type of atmosphere since Fox wants nothing to do with the Viacom product or Universal, sorry. Like if you you really think about this, like it's just – they, I don't know, man. I just, 3.3 million viewers they demand is the when, rumor. Well, I mean, Rob was one under a two a couple weeks ago, and that's, I mean, yep. that's bonkers. You know, and like, I and I don't want to hear them going, well, it's, 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 there's low ratings because of Monday Night Football. There's been Monday Night Football for as long as Raw has been going on, so that's not an excuse. Longer. 
Yeah, I mean, like, so that's that's not an excuse. But you do these rebuilds. Look what they, okay, we we finally had that draft, and we sang the praises of SmackDown Live mm-hmm. two three months, and then what happened? Just went back to the way it was. Who's who's for me not to think that come WrestleMania, this is all going to be just back to the way it was? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like hit the reset button yet again. But hey, as long as they slide into this new era like Rey Mysterio did, does, um, maybe they're, no, they're in good hands. Cool. That one's kind of cool. I can't lie. He The boogie board splash off the apron to Orton. <laughs> but, I mean, like, tell me why Rey Mysterio had to run, like, or they had to, so like, um, I, I knew know this. Randy. Randy, Tell me no. who thought it was a good idea to have Randy Orton sit on a chair to make it look more <laughs> extreme and then have Rey Mysterio run up the chairs to do a Hurd and Conrana. So now mm. Randy Orton from a sitting position has to somewhat, somehow manage to flip his six foot six frame over over little Ray. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like, he's gonna he's gonna break his neck. It's uh I don't care. This sucks. I'm Randy. No, I, I, I have nothing. To Are you happy to see Ray Mysterio back? Come on, right? Everyone loves Ray. <laughs> um, Good God. Ronda Rousey defeated Nia Jax. Ronda Rousey continues to impress. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I loved her. I'm going to climb all over you like a spider monkey type submission that she was doing. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, so that, that worked. Uh, you know, and she, and she continues to look good. And once again, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> there was a couple spots I'm going, I, I, what if Nia hurts her? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't look at Nia Jax the same now without thinking, like, who is she going to hurt next? And Ooh, that's not, she's the that's new not Sasha Banks. Because if you're, if you're somebody working her, you can't tell me you're not thinking that same thing if, if you know, a casual fan. Or a Mark fan like I am is thinking it. You know what I'm saying? Tamina's got to be happy um, that she's teaming up with her. Because, whew, boy almighty. Who would have hurt who <laughs> in that scenario? Yeah, that's like the stiffest tag team. Now all they need to do is just get Alicia Fox on that team. And somebody's somebody's <laughs> career is ending. Like, like you're, you're having what? one of these guys Man. not work. What's that? Nia and then and Tamina. Nia and Tamina, sorry, broke up real quick. Say that one more time. I apologize. Only the trio of uh, Fox, Jack, and and. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Oh. Something's breaking up. I'm I'm sorry, but it it must be the fact that people are telling us to not talk about Tamina and Nia Jax anymore. Because they might hurt us, Alex, and we don't want that to happen. <laughs> well, um, next. Yes. <laughs> I like this. I really like this. Am I am I crazy, or did you enjoy it, too? Um, I, I liked it uh, just due to the fact that Ronda Rousey, like you said, is a star. I mean, the, the transition, it, it appears to be... Easy, you know, of course, a microphone work could utilize a little help. 
Um, but uh, hey, she's improved from from the first day from Smilegate uh, earlier in in the year here. But um, no, I I thought this was a a fine match. You know, I, I kind of like their Money in the Bank one a, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, this was was fine to kind of transition. But I like how Ronda is kind of playing both ways with you know not only dealing with Nia Jax, hopefully not Tamina. Sorry, that'll be the last mention of her, but you did point at her as she, uh, you know, was was trying to get the armbar uh, onto Nia Jax there. But, um, uh, yeah, some, some interesting uh, tidbits, but, you know, what's nice is we're, we're entering into the new year, this new era, if you will, uh, since we are in control. We are the authority of uh, the women's division kind of being in the spotlight. And, uh, hey, that's not a bad thing. Damn right. She uh, she pointed at her way better than she pointed at the WrestleMania side. <laughs> <laughs> she got her pointing down, her ring yeah. skills down, her smiling is Look, is down. So hey, it's it's, a win-win. it's the same adage I'm gonna say that I say all the time. Matt Riddle, Shayna Baszler, Sonya Deville, excuse me, Ronda Rousey. These MMA people succeed in this in this industry. I mean, your top two women, you could argue, you know, I mean, and I say argue because obviously, you know, um, Becky, but if you take one from NXT and one from WWE, you're probably taking Baszler and Ron as your top two draws, your top two. And it's Mm -hmm. no secret with their background and pedigree. I'm going to watch NXT tonight and see, I want to see the match with the, um, it's it's Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir uh, against Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Ooh. I want to see I want to see how good it is. Oh, this must be a pre Wisconsin. Get better <laughs> Um So next up, we had uh, you know kind of get to the business end here. I Ooh. really like this match. I they they I I prayed. I prayed to the Lord and said, please do not make Daniel Bryan be a chicken heel again. Please, oh, please let him be Ring of Honor Daniel Bryan Danielson heel. I beg Mm -hmm. of all things from you. And this is Bryan Danielson heel Daniel Bryan. And I'm (laughs) telling you what, man, I'm digging this. I'm 100% digging this angle. I'm 100% digging Daniel Bryan. This is the first time I've said I'm not uh, mad that he is still in the company. If this is how they're going to book him and this is how things are going to go, great. I cannot wait to see more of it. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. Didn't it, didn't it just feel good? Like, hey, I miss this AJ too. Agreed. They, uh, they, they both had their boots tied tight. Um this this was just a fun fun match. This was the feud AJ Styles needed to end 2018 on, and and a a different uh, or I should say the the transformation uh, Daniel Bryan needed after coming back uh, around WrestleMania. So this if these two are are going to continue you know, in, into this direction. Hell, you add Mustafa Ali now into the equation. Again, you're building, you know, kind of in a way, 
hopefully uh, if this is done right and, and, you know, these two will definitely do anything to help that young man succeed. So, yeah, I, I agree. This is a, a wonderful change. Um, I'm love. I'm liking this feud a little more than, than AJ Nakamura, which, Hey, I thought this was going to be the feud of all feuds. Uh, but this one is, is shaping up to possibly be one of the better ones in the WWE so far. And hell, it's only been a, what a four week feud, not even a yeah. three week feud. So yeah. it's a uh, nice intensity on all levels. AJ pissed off as he should be. Uh, but again, just because, Hey, you cheated to win. I want what's mine. Simple storytelling. They're finally getting it, but hopefully it's due to the fact that we got AJ and uh, Dan O'Brien involved. Yeah, it was, it, this was great. It took, it took WB a long time to finally get a program I'm engaged with. And unfortunately they did it two weeks before the year ended. So, uh, one thing I'm not engaged in, uh, Dean Ambrose defeats Seth Rollins from the new intercontinental champion. Mm. Um, I went two and a quarter. I enjoyed it for about five minutes and then I proceeded to, uh, I don't know what I did. I did something other than what, Oh, I, I think I started playing one of my phone games. I mean, the cr- the crowd started chanting, this is awful. Becky, Becky. Yeah, like, oh, uh, this was bad. It was slow. It wasn't, oh, this was just not. But this was Stay a match that I expected. Like, without a gimmick, this is going to be this pace of a match. That's a Dean Ambrose type of match. It's good wrestling Wink, wink. But no, I this to me did uh, did very little. Um, Seth Rollins, I'm a hit or miss. You know, I I think he's had a hell of a year. Uh, but kind of going in, you know, this is what you think uh, WrestleMania. You know, you prolong this a little bit more instead of like, oh yeah, we need something right away. You know, uh, we'll throw it at a TLC event, but not have any weapons involved. Not a T, an L, or a C, a crowbar, a sledgehammer. (laughs) There's no John Cena involved for a stairs match, but uh, let's just have uh, these two guys, these methodical wrestlers, you know, that, that, you know, kind of work the neck. Both of these guys always work the neck. So, again, how exciting is that going to be as your co-main event? So, uh, they, they definitely bleeps the bed with this uh throw a weapon throw it a no holds barred match again if you know Strowman's hurt and you're not going to have him climb up a ladder or throw him through a table or you know just because he's laying on chairs doesn't make it a hardcore uh switch it up say hey they didn't use that this this feud is escalating let's throw shit at him but they didn't and and people were pissed rightfully so Dude, you brought this up too. Think of this aspect. You mean to tell me that they had two ladder matches, one which didn't even include a ladder, or they had three, but let, I'm not talking about the women. Two ladder mm-hmm. matches, one didn't involve a ladder, and, and the four guys that you expected to climb ladders was Elias, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, and Braun Strowman. Oh, forgot about that. Like, like, what the hell are you thinking? But again, the women did it right. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I'm just—it blows my mind about that one. Yeah, no, I, but you know, positive. I look, 
I, I went four and three quarters on this match. I loved it. This was tremendous. They, you know, I, I can, I can ironically say I went nine and one on my predictions. Um, there was, mm-hmm. there was a, uh, a, a, a random website who invited, uh, emailed over and invited me to join their, uh, their prediction thread. I was going to try to forward, forward it over to you to get in on it. Apparently mm-hmm. it didn't forward. Um, so if they send me the thing for the next one, I'm going to send it over to you. But I went nine and one. Now the only match I got wrong was uh, the Balor match because yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I, I got everything right but that one. But they did it right. Oscar won, and now I think there's a good chance they're not going to do the thing that I cannot stand, and that's make a three way. I don't want a three way mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. I want one on one WrestleMania you rematch. Everybody into these things. You know, if you're not, you know. If you're not in the feud, don't force somebody in the feud. Mm-hmm. They can do, they can, they need to have Charlotte and Becky, I think, in the Rumble. Or with the way that they did it with, as you put it, the cutest ladder push ever by Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. you can easily do Charlotte. It was dainty. And, it, it was very oh, it dainty. was like, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> like, here we go. I'm sorry, guys. But they were probably <laughs> like, you know. Throw us. Yeah, push us. Get us to the damn rope so it doesn't look awkward. Yeah. You know? And and I'll, I'll say, I feel like now is where you can do Charlotte and Ronda at, at Royal Rumble, and then you have Becky win the Rumble, and you can do Becky and Ronda one-on-one at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right there. It's the easiest way possible. Why... How you know what I mean? Like, how do you screw this up? This is right there for him. And 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 they shouldn't. I mean, do you do Charlotte Oscar then at Mania if if we do the Becky Rousey uh, path? Then do you do the WrestleMania rematch after the WrestleMania rematch or from a few weeks ago on SmackDown? Or do you I do feel- like Kyrie Sane? Do you call her up and then do you peg her? you know, kind of as an entrant in the rumble where Becky Lynch wins, but she has a great showing. And she says, Hey, I challenge you, Asuka at WrestleMania. Who's to say you don't, um, you don't do like a, uh, you know, say that I thought I had heard they were going to do a draft on Monday or announce a draft. Who's to say they don't do a draft or something like that. And, you get Sasha or something over and have Sasha wrestle Oscar. Wow. I didn't think about that. Cause she's too busy tapping clean in the middle of the ring. Oh, that's right. To Mrs. I am ready herself. Daddy's <laughs> on a fat head. Natalia. <laughs> I still want to know where the hell they got a gym night on fat head from. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, that's obscure as hell. You got the, she's got that Jack's Pacific uh, Classic Series number 72 money. Yeah. I mean, look, it was... There was a couple really, really high points on this show in those final three... Two of those final three matches. Mm-hmm. And even round, or even Rousey Jacks wasn't wasn't anything bad that I, I wouldn't... You know, I, I may watch... You know, it's something I might want to watch again. But, man, oh, man, was there a lot of... Bad shit on this show. <laughs> <I mean> this. 
Ooh. I thought this latter match, the, the 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 main event, I would say this definitely would be in the uh, top five WWE matches, if not main events of of 2018. I I thought this was a a grand match. They presented it like a big fight feel. Like I got goosebumps finally when the champion, the man, was announced to the you know to come down to the ring. It's like, oh, this is. This is going to be big, and and they did not disappoint. You know, if it wasn't for the uh, the WrestleMania 25 cameraman botch like a dainty a ladder push, um, I would have probably given this match six and a half stars, uh, which I would agree. You know, four and a half, four and three quarters. Uh, this is a match I will revisit. You know, maybe this is the rebirth of Asuka finally, and and Becky and Charlotte in the Royal Rumble. That's going to be fun. That's your Randy Savage and, and Hulk Hogan. Sorry, Sasha. Maybe soon. And, you know, that that's the beauty of, uh, you know, now at least they got a new start with Asuka if they do it right. I, I mean, that's why I was so, like, not only was I adamant about her winning just because it's Asuka and they need to do something mm-hmm. right with her, but also and for the, the crowd fact loved that, it. Yeah. And, and you needed to get the title off of Becky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that—that that was something you, you needed to do because she's got to win the rumble to face Ronda. It needs to happen. It—they'd they, be dumb to not make this happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you know what you they're know, gonna then, do? Double elimination oh with uh, Becky and Charlotte. Alex, if that's the case, then I'm gonna go. Well, that was their six weeks of fame. Um, doing the, uh, <laughs> the you're the authority now, and and like I don't know. What do you what do you make of their their idea of making us the authority is just giving the revival finally a victory? You know Didn't what I mean? They like they fight. people power wasn't that the the gimmick? Yeah, they do you this know? like every couple of years when they do need to do a hard reset when they need to you know wipe the slate clean because they think we'll forget. Hashtag we'll never yeah. forget. But no, like, it's. If we give all their darlings a couple wins, then they won't care when we push the guy we want to push, you know? Like, the main event yeah. had Mustafa Ali, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Andrade Almas. Almas was Almas was the sidekick to Zelina Vega for a while there. Mm-hmm. You know, and suddenly when they're like, oh, we got to, re- what are we going to do? All right, fine, put Almas on TV. Do what the fans want. <laughs> like, did you did you see the Give them all Mysterio. <laughs> Did did you see this? Oh, they really fan service for next Tuesday. Oh, they fan service. Happy Rusev Day, everyone. (laughs) Which is fine, but how does it play out? I I guess we'll we'll see next week. Just a couple minutes left in the show, Um, Alex. Like I had. I don't know. I think it's kind uh, of a slap. I I would say it's it's not a slap in the face, but I like how trips. You know, kind of going, you know, into that promo after he said, you are the authority. Uh, he kind of said, you know, wait, wait, why can't we be, you know, necessary, you know, pretty much like, hey, why can't we be bad? You know, still, you know, we're, we're still going to mess with these guys. Right. You know, kind of during that promo and they all looked at him and said, oh, well, maybe maybe we'll the heel tendencies. But, yeah, how does Stephanie McMahon go from? you know, the, the WrestleMania entrance to her hating Ronda Rousey to the be a star Stephanie all over again. Like it's you guys, like when's the swerve going to happen? You know, two months next week. That, that's what always pissed me off too is, you know, here, here comes, 
every time they're going to do a woman's announcement, she's got to come out there like she's the queen and they're all her little minions. But then puts this great promo over as the you know the nicest person in the world, and then the next time you see her, she's just a conniving bitch. Like yeah. uh, this, you know, this goes back to that Lana tweet I, I talked about when you were at my house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this company just blurs the lines so much, and they just don't like you. Got to just go one way and stick to it. <sighs> Alex, uh, I, I was going to tell you. I don't know. Have you? Uh, what, what's your progress, if, if any, on the uh, year-end awards right now? We, we're still a couple weeks away, so we got some time. Um, I would say I'm thinking, well, we have to do it at least by the 28th, correct? Yes. Yeah. Cause, well, I have until the 31st I fly. Okay. So I eliminated five categories, depending what your thoughts are. To, to make Perfect. it a little bit easier for us and our listeners, I got rid of like best finisher because it's, you know, we're running out of people for that. I got rid yeah. of the best mic because it always ends up being the same person. Paul Heyman, Alexis, <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> I got rid of, what is it, two, four, I got rid of two worst ofs. I think I got rid of the worst event and the Please Retire Award, because the Please Retire yeah. is always like Kane and Abyss. Kane! Abyss! <laughs> the one guy. I, I'm going to let you do Worst Female, because I was thinking about it today. Like, you're more in tune, and to me, I've watched nothing but great women's wrestling. Holy moly. You know, Long well, top are coming. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, the worst women's wrestler list, I had to really dig deep. For my for my list, I Veda like, Scott. Did I, we just call it the Veda Scott Award? I, I do have Veda Scott on there. I have Tamina and I have Lana on there. Um, but I had I I went I added Jenny Rose from Ring of Honor, and I okay. had to go as far to add Brandy Rhodes on there. Ooh, bionic shoulder uh, and all, huh? I was like, do I want to add um, Scarlet Gray as my fifth nominee? And I pulled up. Her and uh, um, Brandy Rose, Woman of Honor tour, and I'm going. Holy crap! Brandy Rhodes is worse than she is. Oof. I was like, all right, there's my fifth. To be fair, is that when she started out, Brandy Rhodes, or well, this was, was the Woman of Honor tournament, so this was earlier recent. in the year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Summer. So I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. When Sumi Sakai won, so I was. God, it seems. <laughs> that she's held that belt but it's only been like four months <laughs> I have uh, I have four WWE feuds for my worst feud of the year I have um, every all five matches from the worst matches of the year are from the end of June until now from WWE like showing that the last five months have just been trash <laughs> like I mean it's the the tag teams tag teams are little you know I, I got a couple different teams on there for my list. Um, I need one more worst male of the year. Should we I do best four. factions? Can we add that? Damnation rules them all. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on there. Right I don't now. mind. I don't mind DNR though. Do not resuscitate or whatever the whole. Uh, sorry, they're not a faction. I apologize, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, but that <laughs> no. little uh, group there uh, making some noise. Um, I, I really have high hopes 
uh, for those gents uh, down to progress in 2019. So we do we consider a faction has to be four people or more? Ooh. So is the elite a faction? Golden Lovers mm. a faction? How would you self-categorize those? I would consider Golden Lovers a tag team. Oh, sorry. I meant Golden Elite. I apologize. Golden Elite. I would just say the Elite. Why don't we say we, we can add the Elite. I, I'm cool with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have anyone for that, but I'll get putting on that. You know, but um, so the categories I left on were for the worst category, I left male, female, tag, match, disappointment, and feud. And then for the best of, um, I had male, female, tag, match, feud, event, improved, breakout surprise, and the null faction. So nice. got rid of a couple of the categories. Um, like I said, Mike, finisher, please retire, um, worst event, things like that. But I, I got some I got some kind of fun stuff. I got I got some good breakouts on my list. Um, I need two more improved. I need two more events, but that'll be easy because I just have to go off match ratings. And then I just mm-hmm. need to get my 10 matches of the year because that's always the big category. I actually had to write down 10 people for male wrestler of the year because I, wow. I, couldn't, I couldn't put five. Um, if Zack Sabre's you know, not in your top five, oof. I, but we'll find out. out. But, ooh, good, good tease, good out. tease. I was about to give it. I was about to give mine away. No. <laughs> Don't and, spill you know, any so, of that tea. So what, we'll do, what we're going to do, guys, is me and Alex are going to compile a list by the end of the year, and we'll basically agree together on the nominees from his list and my list. Obviously, we'll try to find as many like ones together to be Mm -hmm. on that. And then once January hits, we'll get the ballots out for everybody, and you know, we'll kind of probably the Royal Rumble show at the end of January. It gives everybody the month of January to do a nomination. Um, And then our Royal Rumble show, since we're always together for that, we'll, we'll do that. We'll announce the winners of each category, and you know, we'll announce who's going to win. I got a couple ideas, Alex, on some giveaways this year. Um, we'll have to – we'll leave those to be determined until we announce the categories whenever we do our year-end award show. But, uh, yeah, catch that in the next – well, geez, it's got to be in the next 10 days. 10, 10 days. Because then I'm out of the country for two weeks. Which, uh, shout-out to the guys over at Fight Club Pro giving us some love. I am going to be trying to attend that show, Alex. I don't know if you saw that at Cork and Hall. Yeah, that looks uh, pretty damn cool. Yeah, there's there is some fun looking looking stuff on there. Um, just kind of looking at the uh, we got damn, we got a bunch of love on that. Um, it's uh, Dice K, Sakamoto, T Hawk, June Kasai, uh, Shima, uh, Miko Satamora. Chris Brooks, Jimmy Havoc, Millie McKenzie, oh, and Akira Tozawa on this oh. card. Really? Uh, yeah, this is going to be at Corkin, which we're a five-minute walk from, ten-minute walk yeah, from. Yeah, that's that's going to be a damn good show. My gosh. Yeah, is Millie, uh, Millie going to be okay? Like, what's her status? I think so. Did she? Did she actually get hurt? Oh, I thought she legit got hurt. Damn you! You worked me, progress. You're my new Oh, I didn't know. Book. Was this was this on eighty one? Because I haven't watched eighty one yet. No, I thought it was from seventy nine. That's why she uh, wasn't in that the uh, Isle of Dawn match. For the match no, that with Jordan Grace. 
She was supposed to be in one match, and they they stated that she was hurt. Oh, okay. So maybe I don't know. Maybe and maybe it was just a minor thing too, because I don't think they'd be tweeting and advertising this right now if she wasn't going to make it. Oh, it's true. Because I'm guessing she's going to be the one to work. Um, uh, Miko Satamora. Oof. Which will be awesome. That'll be awesome. See that live. So jelly. Yeah, as you all should be as well. That show is the same day as uh, New Year's Dash, so that'll be there. There's two or three days that we're going to be watching two shows at um, Cork and Hall. Because one of them will be watching DDT and, and Big Japan the same day. One of them will be uh, the Fight Club Pro and the, the uh, whatchamacallit, I think it's New Year's Dash. And then, uh, oh, and then Tokyo Joshi Pro the same as Wrestle Kingdom. Hmm. So that's going to be awesome. And then I think one of the days is an all, it's all Japan and Big Japan the same day. And then Pro Wrestling Noah is just by themselves on a Sunday. So, it's going to be sweet. I can't wait. Too sweet. I can't wait. Getting that in. At Ladder War, final battle. Good show. Alex. Good show. As always, it's been fun. We only had one hiccup tonight. Makes me happy. So, I... Uh, <laughs> I will say we bid adieu, and I will be with. Sorry, I'm I'm looking at something, trying to get this list hazard. You got me all intrigued now, adding that faction thing. I need to close this. I'm signing off. I got work to do, Alex. You got you got my attention span going. <laughs> I got I got my little diary next to me. Um, we will catch you guys. What, what were you thinking? Saturday night, we'll be doing progress. Yeah, check, check it out. Uh, you know, check it. Uh, we, of course, with your subscription, they'll, they'll notify you. So always uh, click subscribe uh, on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, of course, Stitcher, wherever you get your awesome uh, podcast, whatever format. Uh, look up Strong Style Media or, of course, WrestleCast Radio. Facebook as well, WrestleCast Radio. On Twitter, at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Give us a follow. Give us a review. Give us a shout. Give us a hey. Uh, also, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Yeah. I, uh, forward slash WrestleCast. No radio. Wanted to keep ah, it as just, simple as possible. Um, and simple. that might have been a bad thing because <laughs> other people are probably going to do what you did. And I just realized it. So I apologize. Just WrestleCast, guys. Just Get that Showtime shirt. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I already got a couple orders in too, so so some people are picking them up. So we appreciate it. Um, it's you, you guys are helping Blog Talk. If <laughs> 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 in any way Blog Talk uh, doesn't come out of pocket, I'm very excited. So keep buying shirts. Alex, it's always a pleasure. We will be chatting soon. Go watch that match, and I can't wait to see a text or two coming in here in about a half hour on your thoughts, and uh, then I can ask you if you noticed the one thing I noticed. And as your mind is blown away, and this may go on your match of the year list, too. Excellent. A pleasure. I cannot wait to see you at 103. Check it out as well. Peace out, guys. We'll see you at 103.